Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Basecamp. Basecamp. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping! And this week's theme is... Friendship and family. 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 Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. It's the holidays. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry to be the first to tell you this. Yeah, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's now December. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, we just had a holiday. We did. In America. Real Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought you were going to say Black Friday. The real <laughs> holiday. We had a couple holidays. We had Black Friday, or as my mom calls it, Good Friday. That's <laughs> so cute. Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday, uh, Get Drunk and Go to Sleep Saturday, Depression Sunday. <laughs> just a lot of holidays. Uh, and it can be very grating on people's time, patience, financial status. Liver. And we are here to talk about family because uh, it seems, it would seem, that mm-hmm. for most people, holidays also include hanging out with people that you wouldn't otherwise, <laughs> such as your family. The definition of a holiday. <laughs> uh, so we got a couple of questions about family and, and being friends with family. And uh, to tell you the truth, Jen and I are both in a pretty bad mood today. <laughs> Yeah, Trina, Trina asked me how I was feeling, and I said, I'm feeling every possible emotion. Name an emotion, I got it. Name an emotion, Trin. Enthusiasm. No, I don't have that one. <laughs> Never mind, I, you found the one I, I don't feel. I actually was trying to find one that you might not have. So we're going to do our very best in this difficult trying time of the holidays. My sister must always win every conversation. I am her younger brother. Family friendship is difficult. That is true. It's so cute. I know. I feel like I should try to connect, but don't know how. She also dispenses unwanted advice in a way where it feels like she wants to feel good about giving advice more than she actually listens to me. So uh, the good news for this asker is that both Jen and I are younger siblings. Get in here. Get welcome to the club. Life <laughs> as a younger sibling. I, uh, as a younger sibling, my life was uh, actually way easier because, like, I, I would always have the excuse of, I don't know how. So, like, my brother would mow the lawn, and I would be like, I don't know how to use lawnmower. <laughs> and so, like, uh, I, my life was great. Um, but it can suck. Yeah. Younger brother, I feel like you probably had to help your parents with the groceries and mow the lawn while your sister went out with her friends. She probably refused to drive you to the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. All having said and done, this sounds extremely older sister. Extreme, extreme older sibling. Yeah. Like, this is what older siblings kind of do. Like, she has a history with you that you are younger, you're less experienced in this world, and she must shepherd you through this crazy thing called life. And she's going to do it in a way that is patronizing and condescending. Yeah. That's not every sibling. Not every sibling. We're not trying to normalize this crappy behavior, but I'm also saying you are not alone in this. Absolutely. She has processed the situation of being your older sister in such a way that she wants to be loving and she wants you to know that she's the the wiser, more experienced of you two. Uh, but it's coming out in like a really crappy way. You know, having said that, this is, again, it's how older sisting, 
It's how older siblings work. And it's kind of unlikely that she's going to fully change. Like, she's not going to stop acting like your older sister. So instead of being like, hey, stop acting like this, we need to take this one piece at a time and try to fix things piecemeal rather than trying to say, okay, this relationship between older sister and younger brother must change. Does that make sense? It does. Like, yeah, there's some there's some tools I think you can use to to get along a little better with your sister because you said you should you feel like you should try to connect and honestly your sister this might be how your sister connects so let's think through this a little bit more yeah she probably has no idea she's even doing this yeah or she does and she just doesn't give a shit because <laughs> she's the older so yeah like- if i was like hey old my older i have an older brother and i was like hey i you're giving me advice and you're using the wood shit a lot and i don't i don't like that he would be like that's nice <laughs> And it would be very coming from a loving place. Like he gives me a lot of advice and I actually do appreciate it these days. But there was a time when I was like, leave me. No, I know what I'm doing. Uh, Let's take this piece by piece. Your sister has to win every conversation. And I know that can be so grating. And in a way, I almost wish it was a friend doing this, not a sibling, because at least for me, it's easier to have these conversations with friends than with family. My circle of friends are more understanding of boundaries than like family where boundaries are lesser or different or you know they've never actually been defined you know we can leave it to my therapist to untangle this (laughs) but part of it may be that families are just less likely to care about boundaries yeah I absolutely agree with that and I think it's a matter of having this shared history and shared understanding of I've seen you when you were a newborn baby I watched you get taken home from the hospital so like yeah I'm gonna tell you to like go get the groceries from the van because i've earned this yeah you've pooped in my closet yeah i've seen you shit yourself and sit in it so uh give me the good nintendo controller (laughs) the perspective we're coming from here is we need to be understanding of the fact that this is not a buddy your sister can be your friend but she's your sister before she's anything else you don't have like a fresh clean slate You don't get to present something to your sister of like confidence of adulthood in a way that you would your friends because of your shared history. Oh, right. She knows. Like she She fucking knows. Right. She knows when you uh, didn't do your chores and your parents yelled at you or she knows when you came home late and you failed to hide it from your parents. Like she she knows the messy parts of you that you will not be able to erase from her memory. Right, right. Doesn't that suck? (laughs) It does. Uh, But the good news is that that doesn't mean that the piece-by-piece problems that you have with her cannot change. It just means it's a different approach. Yeah, there are a lot of articles, a lot of psychologists have written about how how to engage in a conflict in a way that makes it erase instead of build and build and build. Every argument I've had with my brother has always built. I've definitely de-escalated arguments before, but never with my brother because we'll blow up and then 20 minutes later we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But I think probably the techniques are very similar. Like use I statements, use language that cannot be debated. I'm not interested in debating this or I don't want to be spoken to like that. And repeat those statements over and over in a calm, steady voice because you are a fortress of calm. Yes. Against your your older sister. Yeah. Harness the zen. You are a mountain of calm energy. Imagine the Rockies with the snow billowing around you. (laughs) And let your sister freak out. (laughs) Just let her freak out at you and keep using the words, I wasn't looking for advice, or I don't want to be spoken to like that, or I don't agree. Yeah. I think using that tone of voice might actually work. 
I totally agree. I think using the voice that you feel most comfortable with and the words that you feel most comfortable with, like, eh, honestly, I wasn't looking for advice. Not just, I was not looking for advice. Dear sibling. Right. Like, talk to her like a human being. Yeah. And if the situation calls for it and you can find humor in it, uh, you can tell your sister that every time she gives you advice you don't want or need, she has to give you a dollar. <laughs> I have this habit of swearing around my nieces, and they are just starting to repeat things. So my brother's like, you have to stop this. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I fucking don't. Oh, <laughs> n- oops. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing fucking great, yeah. asshole. What the fuck do I have to change about my fucking language? <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I, I don't hear those words anymore because I work in this office mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not how human beings normally talk. But that's the thing is that uh, you, when you say that, give me a dollar every time you give me advice, it's making her aware of the fact she's even doing it because she's not processing your conversations in the way that you'd process other people's. She doesn't have to impress you. You know, you're the little brother. She doesn't have to edit herself. Right. So you are asking her to do something that she has not done before, and then you are helping her along in the process of doing that. You are asking her to do something she's never done before, which is think of the way she communicates to her little brother. Exactly. Because that's never been something she needs to consider, which is kind of beautiful in a way, Mm -hmm. and it's also extremely frustrating. Yeah. And I like that you want to connect with her, and I think that that's a a very fruitful ground for uh, discussion. I am sure that you guys have shared interests. You have the same genes. I mean, it could be anything. It could be you both really love Pixar movies, or it could be you both love video games. My brother and I have a lot in common, uh, and we found that we connected really well when we played World of Warcraft together, and that's how we kept in touch. Um, So when I went away to college, we played World of Warcraft while I was in my dorm room, and it was like a really wonderful bonding experience that actually took us outside of the normal sibling relationship because we both had our own strengths because he played a warlock so he was hard dps and i played a paladin and so when we quested together um, i would heal a little and like tank a little and he would provide the dps and knowing that we were outside of ourselves and had different strengths uh, and had a different relationship was really really good for us and i think that it made him respect me more as an as an adult so when you say again you like pixar movies go to the new Pixar movie, whatever it is, and like Cars 4 or whatever. Go see Cars 4 or Boat 7 <laughs> and uh, have a good conversation about it. You two definitely have stuff in common that you probably have never realized. Like you've never actually like fully grokked that like, oh yeah, we both are obsessed with good coffee. You have more in common than you think. And I know that's such a cliche, but like actually examine the moments where you two like laugh really hard at your parents or when you two are like staying up late watching SNL, like look for those moments as much as you can because they are there. Absolutely. You just got to keep your ears open. My brother and I yell at each other about Star Trek all of the time. We need to stop doing that. (laughs) Again, I suggest video games if you can. I suggest, um, hmm, oh, my brother and I are like really similar. Uh, like s- he's really good at cooking and I exploit the shit out of that. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome because in a way he, he as an older sibling can take care of you by cooking and you as a younger sibling can enjoy what he has done and then also like have a conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. 
So I guess like our advice and connection is keep your ears open, um, figure out a way that you can find something that you both can talk about intelligently as adults, like whether it's art or whether it's video games or whether it's cars, uh, not not the movie Cars 4. I, I was Like thinking, automobiles? I was thinking automobiles. Who talks about cars? I mean, there are people who understand. I don't know anything about cars. Like Like nitrous? What's that? You put it in the car, makes it go fast. Vroom. Vroom, vroom. I thought that was gas. Well, Is yeah. That what gas does? But then um, I've seen part of one of the Fast and Furiouses. Oh, nice. And I believe there's like a button and you press it and it's like, vroom fast. Mm. Is that in all cars? No, I don't think it's in all cars. Where's the go fast button in this baby? <laughs> Where's the go fast? Hey, mom, we're in your Hyundai Sonata. Where's the zoom zoom button? Is there a zoom zoom in this conversion van? <laughs> Anyway, so in conclusion, you can do this. You absolutely can. Uh, I just think you might need to adjust your expectations, understanding the history that you have with your sister, and take it one conversation at a time rather than tackling the entirety of your relationship. And the good news is that you guys more than likely will never get rid of each other. Uh, so you might have an argument about this. It might suck, but then you get to try again next Christmas. Yeah, or whenever you see this person. Right. Good, good luck. Best of luck to you. Question two. Question two. My cousin, who I used to just see on the holidays, just moved closer to where I live. She's super cool, is close to my age, and I think we're a lot alike. I would like to become friends, but I'm not sure if I should cross the streams. Great Ghostbusters reference. I'm not really buddies with my other cousins, and it feels a little weird to get personal with my family. Like, should I follow her on Instagram, or is that invasive? I don't need her dad knowing stuff about my life. Will she pass on information to my other family members? Help, this is weird. First of all, you are right in assuming that this isn't really like other friendships. Um, Absolutely. Kind of like we covered in the first question. Family uh, is not friends. They can cross over, but you're right. It is a crossing of the streams kind of thing. Right, especially in this situation because it's kind of tricky. Yeah, you're inviting your cousin into this whole other sector of your life that she has not been privy to before. Yeah, and it's smart of you to realize that this is not this is not like other friendships. I mean, because this friendship could have a ripple effect on your family, and I'm glad you realized that. But that said, this is my thought. If you feel like you could be friends with a family member, I'd really like to encourage that because that just seems rare to me. Yeah. Some of us are close with our cousins. Some people aren't. But the fact that you recognized someone cool in your family, I think that's worth pursuing. And doesn't everybody need some kind of ally like at the Thanksgiving table? Yes. This is a good thing to me. So let's navigate how to get through it. Yeah. I mean, again, you have a shared history and shared genetic material. It makes sense that you two would be like have some shared interests, and you have actually an advantage in this friendship over friendships with just some rando because you have an additional topic to discuss, which is family, which is your uncle's shitty ideas and <laughs> uh, and, and uh, talking about how happy you are that uh, your aunt's getting married in a month. Yeah. Or like you have something to fall back on when conversation dries up, which is such a good thing. It's like going to a nerd convention and meeting somebody on the floor and you always have that fallback of you could talk about Star Wars. Um, that's a really that's a really good thing. Um, but this whole friendship with family thing, you know, again, as Jen said, it's easier for some people than it is for others. Some people have like seven brothers and sisters and they're all super tight. And some people only see people that they're related to at like funerals and weddings. 
There's no right or wrong way to do family, and we want to be really clear to anybody who's listening to this that it's not weird to be friends with your siblings, and it's not weird to not ever see them, and it's not weird to have a Friendsgiving rather than a Thanksgiving because your chosen family is more important to you than your blood family. Um, Just whatever you are doing, you are good. And if you want to do it differently, we encourage it. And that's what we're focusing on today. Exactly. In this case, someone needs to make the first step. And if you're comfortable with sharing Instagrams, then I think that's fine. But don't, like, make no mistake, you're sharing Instagrams. You're not just following her. She's going to have access to everything you've ever posted. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Is that okay? What if her dad, your uncle, is looking over her shoulder and seeing all that? Is that okay with you? Yeah. And also, like, what if she does go back to your uncle? Um, That's going to have to be a conversation. Like, if you have a picture of yourself and your buddies in a cloud of dope smoke while you chug 40s and that's not something you're interested in getting back to your uncle, you have to talk to her about it. It sounds like the uncle in particular is a thing. We just really hate this uncle, I guess. Well, well, I mean, even in the question. No, in the question. You're right. You know, it was like, I don't want this to get back to my uncle. It sounds like the cousin and the asker are buddies in a way that like they're not looking to reach out to other family members i mean maybe the ideology ideologically politically nice (laughs) good save maybe they they agree in a way that they just don't with their other family and which to me it would make sense that your cousin would not go back to your uncle with stuff but i think that in the interest of keeping things incredibly civil between you and the uncle that you disagree with you just want to talk to your cousin right or don't share instagrams yeah you can just as easily not do that yeah there's no guilt involved in that god if it makes you feel weird just don't share i mean i don't know do what is do friendship in the way that is least anxiety inducing especially around the holidays after this election like make friends in a way that is not terrible just before you instagram even do other things you would do with a new friend like your cousin is new in town so why not invite her out with a group of like your crew if you show her around to places that you like to go and introduce her to your awesome friends who are local that is something that is worthwhile for her outside of being your friend too yes absolutely and just having somebody that around in a new city that she knows that she can trust and has a history with, I think is really, really worthwhile. I think that's a really good first step, actually. Maybe, actually, I definitely think that's a good first step before social media. Just so you, like, you get a grasp of what the family dynamic is here, you know? Like, that old that old cliche that's like, don't put anything on the internet that you wouldn't want to be on the front page of the New York Times. In this case, it's your uncle reading the New York Times every morning. Mm. I know, right? Doesn't that suck? Do yourself a favor and and be careful here and not that you don't trust your cousin or she's a bad friend. Family is so complicated and complex and weird and people take social media very personally in families. Like shit gets weird on Facebook, like deep and weird and dark and you probably know this. I feel like everyone who has family on Facebook can attest to to what you're going to find out that you never wanted to know like you will find out someone's views on abortion at some point you could find out the dirty details of your aunt's divorce and if it makes you feel better to just not be plugged into social media with that side of the family just don't do it again i want to go back to the fact that the cousin and the asker agree on things yeah you're right that's a good point that doesn't necessarily mean that she won't go back to her dad uh because 
finding out new information about other people can often be used as what is called social currency. So if she doesn't get along with her dad, telling some details about you might be helpful for her in that relationship. So I think that having a conversation and just being very simple and clear that this isn't something that I want getting back to the rest of our family. I like keeping my personal life and my family life a little separate. My mom doesn't need to know everything I ever do. I think that that's a level that anybody could understand. And it makes her very aware of your feelings about your friendship going outward. Right. Like your friendship isn't going inward toward the family. It's you're taking a step back and you want her to come with you. Yep. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so I guess in conclusion, it's tread carefully only because uh, you seem to have a complicated relationship with your uncle. Um, but really, like, have a nice time. Having a cousin that is cool and is near you. And lives near you, yeah. Yeah, that's super awesome and something that uh, we absolutely encourage you to pursue. Um, but if keeping your social media private and not crossing those streams fully, at least right away, is uh, in your best interest and makes you feel more comfortable, then that is totally fine. Yeah, it's okay to establish boundaries and then lower the boundaries and then put them back up again. Yes. And I think it's worth keeping that in mind as you pursue this friendship with your cousin because you absolutely should mm -hmm. yeah uh also once you share that instagram that never you can't oh god okay so Ooh, personal story time. lay it on oh my god so uh my boyfriend has uh five sisters uh and they all love him very much and one of them followed me on instagram because she saw me dicking around with my instagram so i couldn't say no you know Ooh. and now all of them follow me ah, on instagram. that's really cute all of them they're going to be like, who's this Jen girl Trin's got a crush on? <laughs> who's, is this Trin's little sister? Who is this? To be honest, it's mostly delightful because all they do is like fave pictures of me and their brother. That's cute. Which is really cute. What about pictures of me, though? Have they checked me? <laughs> let me know. Just let me know. Okay. I'll keep you posted. But, they, but the thing is, they absolutely, without doubt, know how weird I am. Oh, that's lovely, though. So, like, so it turned out lovely because they're yeah. all quite weird, too. Yeah. But if they were normies. Oh, right. That, that could be a problem. <laughs> you know, because, like, when you first start dating somebody, like, you're like, look how normal I am. And Plus then you there's five of them. And there's five of it's them. It's like a little army. Yes. They could take me out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, over time, you kind of, like, you do turn that weird dial up just slowly. Oh, just yeah. Like, let it, like, let a little out. It's like when you suck on a helium balloon and you just, like, let, like, a little bit at a time. <laughs> you know? Right. And then you don't want to be talking in, like, a super high-pitched voice right away. You know? Uh Anyway, so you were you want to like sprinkle some weirdness in instead right. of like turning the faucet on high and flooding the bathroom. Absolutely. Like I presented a one out of 10 weird to them. Now with access to my Instagram account, I'm at like a stone cold nine and a half. Well, here's the real question. Do they have access to your Twitter? Because oh, your Instagram God. is not as weird as your Twitter. Holy shit. I need to unlink those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think they're linked. Your Instagram is not that weird. It's mostly cute cat pictures. I know, but like they all are like call me a crazy cat lady now. But like, <laughs> but like, you know, endearingly. Right. Because I am one. It's not right. something I can hide. You got to check on this Twitter thing though. And I really God, I hope you got like, oh, oh, what's this? Five new fo- Uh-oh. Oh, God. <laughs> God. This has been friendshiping. We have some things to go take care of. <laughs> I got some posts to check on. You and just retweeted something really terrible too. I did. I really say did. it out loud. Say what it was. Okay. I. I. So the other day, uh, I went through all of Jen's best tweets, 
Um, <laughs> the, the words best tweets are it's like an oxymoron. No, you're they're all garbage. All tweets are garbage. There's nothing worth posting on Twitter. So here's here's an interesting fact. So I went to the Jen's fave star to look at like all of her best tweets. I actually had a reason to do this, by the way. It wasn't just like I was creeping on she Jen. She was missing me. No. Yeah, her reason was she was like, oh, I wonder what Jen's up to. <laughs> But all of Jen's tweets, all of her top tweets are so fucking funny. They're just like delightfully weird and funny and ridiculous. And then I looked at my fave star and all of my top tweets are like talking about my cats. Oh, and they're all like like all my advice tweets. And I just think that's really, really funny how like Gryffindor and Hufflepuff we are. Absolutely. So the thing I just retweeted uh, of Jen, Jen's tweet from December 11th, 2014. <laughs> Opinions are like assholes. My uncle is going to reveal his at Christmas dinner. This is a very relevant tweet to this episode. Actually, it is. Yes. Like, put us in the mood, maybe. Oh, God. Well, this has been friendshiping. If you want to ask us a question, put it right up that asshole at ask.fm slash dofriendship. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at dofriendship. Uh, and if you want to follow us on iTunes or whatever, not quite sure how you can do that, you can probably look up friendshiping and do it there. If you want to rate and review us, uh, please do. That would be a nice holiday gift, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. What a delight. Oh, also, we should start reminding people about that event coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, the, that 45 seconds of silence was me trying to figure out what event it was. I was going to cut it, and then I was like, mm, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Uh, so Maximum Fun Day is coming to Chicago on February 11th, and we are involved in some capacity. We're going to be there doing something. We'll be doing, I think it's a live friendshiping episode, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. It's Italia Hall in, uh, in Chicago, and if you are around, uh, we would love for you to pick up a ticket and come see us. We won't remind you of that every week, because that's in February. I'm burping. Uh, we won't remind you of that every week because that's in February, but every now and again, we'll probably remind you. Cool. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the problem.